Dateline, Sunday, October 24th, 2010. G'day folks and welcome back to the Australia Desk for episode 120 of the Airplane Geek Show on this glorious Melbourne afternoon. Grant, uh, I bet the ballooning was fun this morning. Yeah, it was. It was a great time out in the Yarra Valley. Uh, we flew from the southeast back in towards the valley and landed oh, just a bit north of Coldstream Airport before the fog banks actually started. There was a bit of fog around the uh, river and so on. Looked beautiful. The passengers loved it. We landed in totally clear space. And in fact, we landed at a um, at a horse riding space where they were just about to start a gymkhana. So we we were over on the side and weren't really in the way. Yeah. But everyone had a really good view from both in the basket and the people on the ground. You know, mate, we often talk about you flying in the valley, but uh, just explain for the listeners uh, where the valley is. The valley is to the north and east of Melbourne. It's about a one-hour drive out from the city, and it's a very big wine grower area here in Melbourne, uh, the Yarra Valley in Melbourne, similar to the Barossa Valley in Adelaide and the Hunter Valley in Sydney. They're all uh, very famous wine growing areas of Australia. So you've got, you've got dairy farms with a lot of cows on them. You've got a few crops growing, uh, a lot of hay gets grown out there, um, some horse riding areas and of course a lot of vineyards. So it's a great place to go and fly balloons for commercial operation. You can't fly there as a private pilot, but you can if you're a commercial pilot flying with one of the companies out there. Yeah, I guess it's a bit like the Napa Valley in California. California minus the fault line. Yeah, yeah. well, we do still get the odd rumble here, but it's very, very infrequent. Well, Grant, we've had uh, quite a few news stories this week, so here's a selection of the better ones that we thought we'd go on to. Canberra goes into bat for the uh, Delta V Australia Alliance. That's right. Uh, the Australian Department of Transport is writing to the American Department of Transport saying, hey, Delta V should be given antitrust immunity because the Australia-US route operates under an open skies agreement. Now, we touched on this very briefly last week, and here we have the confirmation that it's happening. Yeah, and it's good to see that our government is going into bat for this alliance and, um, you know, the way they're approaching it is that, uh, well, there's already a lot of other uh, competition on that route, so uh, what's the problem with having a little bit more? Yeah, no, that's exactly right. Uh, it's it's good to see it happening and hopefully this will be a bit of a wake-up to the USDOT that, hello, you guys did sign an open skies agreement, this is supposed to be happening, but we'll see how it goes. Unfortunately for uh, V Australia, this didn't quite happen at a great time. They uh, recently had a problem in Los Angeles where one of their 777s was being towed from a preparation area over to the gate ready for people to board and unfortunately the tug driver as he was trying to bring the uh, as he was trying to bring the aircraft past a Air New Zealand 747 collided in a wingtip with a hangar doing quite a bit of damage and taking the aircraft offline and they also wound up uh, blocking the Air New Zealand aircraft for a few hours. So while this was an annoyance for V Australia in terms of having a collision and some damage to an aircraft, the worst part for the passengers was how they were treated. Yeah, um, a lot of lot of angst. I mean, when this sort of thing happens and really I think to be fair to V Australia, I mean this was re- this problem was caused by a contractor but it all comes down to the way you handle a problem when you get it and right. um, you know, obviously the first First thing to consider is that people are going to be annoyed, bordering on irate, and it would appear here that uh, V Australia really didn't do themselves any favours in the way they handled the incident. Yeah, unfortunately, people were told to call a call centre to get them sorted out. They were on long holds for hours at a time. Uh, some have reported when they did get through to the, the number, the people there couldn't really help them. They were going back to the airport. Uh, they were put up in hotels and given, I believe, given meal vouchers, so that's a good thing. But it was just getting everything organised. They would be told that, oh, yes, you have a confirmed book on Air New Zealand or Air Pacific or Qantas, they would then go over there to confirm and get themselves all sorted out and be told, no, 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 
you're not on our system at all or oh no you were on wait list and we've had to bump you for some other passengers so it wasn't really brilliant for a lot of the passengers trying to get home some people got home within a few days other people it took up to seven or eight days they were saying mind you at least with the uh, the current uh, good state of the australian dollar at least they could have afforded to have stayed in los angeles an extra few nights i suppose on the bright side <laughs> yeah there is always that and i mean this was totally not via australia's fault it was the tug drivers it's just how they handle it but i'm, I'm told that apparently there have been a couple of incidents like this at los angeles where tugs have towed aircraft into obstacles and so on so uh yeah maybe the uh los angeles ground people need a little bit of a wake-up call and i think the other thing that really would have not impressed v australia at all is that uh, i believe this was the newest triple seven in their fleet oh ouch <laughs> yes well, as, as somebody has been quoted as saying it's not a real airliner until it's until it's sustained some ramp rash well this is some serious ramp rash yeah there you go well while that's been a bit of a problem for VE Australia and their passengers, something a lot worse has happened here in Australia. Something involving Tiger. Oh, there we go. I pressed the wrong button again, Grant. Sorry about that. Well, it is a bit of a dog of a deal, I've got to say. Oh. What's happened is that, you know, those emails that you get for from Virgin and uh, Jetstar and so on advertising all their hot new fare deals so you can jump on and buy some hot fares? Absolutely. I'm signed up to all those lists. Yeah, well, if you're, if you're a frequent flyer or if you just go and sign up on their websites, you're going to get those emails and you're going to get told, hey, if you buy between this location and that location flying on these times and you do it within the next three days, you can get a super discount fare. Sounds like well, a pretty good way to do business. Yeah, I think so. Well, Tiger's taken that one step more. I mean, some of us call that spam, but um, Tiger's actually asking people to pay for that. They've uh, set up what they call their hot fare email list, and you get to pay $30 per year to join that priority list and get those emails. Yes, so and- the same thing that's free from Jetstar and Virgin, you pay for with Tiger. Yes, in a fair straight out of the Michael O'Leary playbook, Tiger Airlines has launched paid membership for hot fare emails. Now, um, talk about an opt-in scheme, Grant. I mean, you were just saying there that it borderlines, it's borderline spam, but then again, you've opted into it. Um, well, this is a double opt-in because first you've got to agree to it and then you've got to pay for it. And um, it's bad <laughs> enough that you've got to pay Tiger any money for their terrible service, but to pay extra to be told about it, well, that yeah, just takes the cake. But hey, you know how it is, mate. They've got to pay for those extra two A320s they're bringing on to boost their fleet some more. So yeah, let's charge a whole lot of people $30 a year and maybe that'll help pay off one of the wheels. <laughs> maybe it will. Yeah, they're actually saying here, Grant, that they expect to take delivery of their 10th are you waiting for that? Tenth aircraft to be based in Melbourne before the end of this year. So uh, I hope wow. they sell a few of those emails, Grant. Yeah, I think they're going to need to because uh, two more A320s, that's not cheap. In an interesting move that we talked about before, they're actually planning to expand their operations to uh, Melbourne's second airport out there at Avalon. So uh, that won't make Jetstar particularly happy, but uh, you know, I'm sure that's the least of their worries. Yeah, that's right. They're going to uh, include some flights out of out of Avalon, the same as Jetstar does. Uh, however, they're not moving their telemarine operations entirely to Avalon as had been rumoured, they're going to keep operations at Tulla and at Avalon. Do you think they could uh, do us all a favour and move all their operations somewhere else, like, I don't know, the moon? <laughs> yeah, where else can we put them? And if you're listening at Tiger Airways, I'm still waiting for a reply to the complaint that I lodged in November 2008. Any time now, boys. <laughs> and let this be a lesson to you folks, never annoy a Dutchman. That's exactly right. Well, that's just about everything we have for you on this week's Australia Desk. Uh, Grant, you know, the only bad thing about having a bit of rain and a lot of sunshine is that I've now got to go outside and mow the lawn. Oh, I got in before the the rain that came up. We'd had a bit of sunshine the other week and I knew there was some rain coming up. 
So I got in and mowed the lawn. It was the first time I'd done it in a few months. So, yeah, there was amazing what you find in that lawn, mate. Yeah, I know. Small children, animals, all sorts of things. Yeah, I could have sworn I felt, found Amelia Earhart. Oh, God, another mystery solved. Another Indeed. service done by Plain Crazy Down Under for the world. There you go, mate. <laughs> well, enough of that silliness. Until next week, I'm Steve Vischer. And I'm Grant McCarran. Cheers, folks.